maybe I should be grateful that I'm in the darkness because then I can experience light. Like maybe mm. we can be grateful that like you worked so hard after all these years and now you can finally experience freedom. Mm. Being grateful for like the hard things in life, changing that into an opportunity in our minds and looking forward to that. There's like tears literally dripping <laughs> down my face as I'm speaking, <laughs> trying to keep it together. <laughs> You're doing great. And you don't need to have it together. None of us <laughs> needs to have it together. Welcome to Voice Hugs, a podcast on becoming your best self and embracing all seasons of life with open arms. This is your host, Vivian and Rowena. Hey, friends. Hello, hello. So with the holidays coming up right around the corner, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and I think overall just this time of the year, I always get into a very reflective state of mind. I start thinking about everything that has happened this year. I know in the past, you've also shared that since your birthday and Christmas end of year kind of falls Mm -hmm. in the same month, kind of falls, it falls in the same month. Um, (laughs) Yeah, you just kind of start thinking about, you know, everything that has happened. And with Thanksgiving in a week, we thought that it would be great to do a episode topic on gratitude. Because Rowena, trying to not be, you know, the same as everyone else, was like, well, if we drop this episode on Thanksgiving talking about gratitude, it's kind of like florals for spring, groundbreaking from the Double Rose Prada. <laughs> so I was like, okay, like maybe we can do it a week before. Yeah. And I also feel like this year, just I literally took a nap. And it's mid-November. <laughs> this is nap. crazy. <laughs> so crazy. funny. Yeah, I don't know where the time went. I feel like we just did our 2021 recap. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll re-listen to ourselves and do a recap for end of year. But we're not there yet. So for this episode, we want to talk about gratitude. Yes. What is gratitude? What does gratitude mean to you, Rowena? Gratitude is a state of being. Like when I think of gratitude, the synonyms and the words that I think of are words like peace, calm, grounded, happy, like a true sense of happiness, like joy, like pure joy. What does it mean to you? So I think what's interesting about gratitude is it's a feeling like you shared and it brings all of those things. I think for me, it's like thankfulness. It brings you to the present. It makes you just feel lighter and and grateful. (laughs) (laughs) But I think at the same time, it's like something that you can cultivate. Like it's something that you can practice and do, which is different than just an emotion or a feeling. Mm-hmm. That's probably what's really empowering or like powerful about gratitude to me. It's that you're not just feeling thankful, it's that you can go out of your way to find gratitude or like to cultivate it. And it can be cultivated at any given moment at any, any given, given time. Yeah. No yeah. matter what state you're in, no matter who you are, no matter what your mental disposition is, it's always readily available if we choose to reach for it. And and the benefits are instant. Like mm-hmm. you instantly can snap out of 
wherever you were right before. Yeah. The thing is, you can always identify and list all the things that are going wrong or could be better. That list is never ending. And if your mind naturally goes down that path, for me, it does naturally go that way. I tend to be more skeptical. I tend to be more questioning about things. You can say the same about things you can appreciate and be grateful for in your life. That list is also endless. And so it's just shifting that mindset, that outlook, that focus to creating (laughs) a different list in your Mm -hmm. mind. Yeah. How do you practice gratitude? Or, okay, multiple questions. How do you do it? When do you, and when do you do it most? I will admit I am not the best at cultivating (laughs) gratitude. I think when we were, when I was thinking about this episode, it was actually kind of eye-opening for me, the lack of appreciating things in my life. I think I do. I am very grateful for a lot of things. And usually when I do feel grateful, I end up crying because Mm. I'm so disconnected from it on a daily basis that when I do feel it, it's very overwhelming for me. So um, when do I do it? Not enough. I think it would be really helpful if I did it more consistently. I tend to do it when things get hard and things feel like too much. And I know that there are, like logically, I know that there are so many great things. I just need to take the time to find it in that moment. Or sometimes my friends are the ones to remind me. Yesterday, for example, I received a text from one of my friends I've known since high school. We didn't even go to the same high school, but we've just stayed in touch because of we we were I think we played like against each other in sports or something. Oh. So really random connection. We've been friends ever since. And she texted me last night and was like, Hey, you know, I know we don't see each other, talk to each other often, but you mean so much to me. You're so special to me. And I'm like, I love you. And I was like, (laughs) excuse me, where did this come from? Yeah. And it's like a reminder that like, wow, I'm so grateful for my friends and these awesome people in my life who I feel so undeserving of sometimes. Mm -hmm. But again, right. It's like, why am I crying? It's because I'm not practicing or like cultivating it enough on a daily basis to get me out of that mindset Mm -hmm. yeah what about yourself before we get to me (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that was gross um you can leave it in would you like to cultivate it more and if so how what is the blueprint (laughs) what is your step-by-step process oh my gosh I think you might need to share yours with me uh yes I would like to do it more and Because of this episode, I think that's something that I definitely want to focus on in this upcoming year as well. Maybe just blocking out some time. I know that people do like the wake up in the morning, what are three things you're grateful Mm -hmm. for? Or right before you go to sleep, what are three things you're grateful for? Mm -hmm. You know, I've never really done that. Yeah. (laughs) Have you done that? I have. I have. But it's just... um... It serves different purposes for different people. I think I'm thankfully, naturally a pretty optimistic, happy, grateful person. Unless I'm not, then I'm like really not. But 
I just find that when I would do the five minute journal, it just became, I'm grateful for my bed. I'm grateful for my existence. I'm grateful for my spirituality. And I just started writing the same things every day, even if I challenged myself to write something different. And it became more of a chore than like actually feeling grateful for something. But I think there's power in like starting, Mm -hmm. getting yourself to do it and trying in exploring this new thing. And it could be typing it on your phone. It could be writing it down on post-it notes. It could be getting your own journal. You don't need the five-minute journal. But I think it's just this act of starting your mornings in a grateful state and ending your nights in a grateful state is actually something that I would highly advocate for, even though I don't do it. Like, I don't Mm. do the journal anymore. So what are ways that you cultivate gratitude now? How often do you do Mm -hmm. it? How do you keep yourself in that optimistic state? Asking for those who may be more similar to myself. (laughs) I think it's interesting because I was reading a friend's stories about thinking fast and slow the book. And it talks about how it can be a genetic thing where some people are just genetically wired to be more optimistic people who are able to see the good and the positive in other people. Just like how there's people who are genetically created to be not as, right? So I Mm -hmm. think first understanding that and accepting that and not thinking we're different or we're wrong or we're bad because we're one way or another is just who we are. But I think knowing our resting state can help us choose activities that helps us cultivate gratitude if we need it. I will also be honest, I feel like like even though my baseline is more optimistic, everyone can still use gratitude in their lives. And even though I just like knocked off the five minute journal, I think I'm at a place in my life right now where it could benefit me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did it for almost like half a year and then I stopped doing it. James and I at one point because... I think he was really stressed and he was going through a lot. So I just brought up, hey, why don't we text each other gratitudes that we call gratitude because this sounds like gratitude Why don't we text each other three things we're grateful for before we go to bed? And he still does it. I kind of stopped. I'll like do it here and there. But I think we talked about this before. He sends me like a nightly digest of like photos, memes, Um, articles videos that he loved and just like three things he's grateful for and then usually it's like one about work one about something that happened that day and one about our relationship even like my starting point of suggesting us doing this was to help both of us see the good that's surrounding us on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and Yeah, you know, I think it's just human nature to not do things that, you know, is good for you. That it is helpful when you're like fully present in it. I love what you shared about how it's just understanding your starting point and that like, you know, for a long time, I thought there was something wrong with me. Like, why Mm. can't I be more optimistic? Or like, why does my mind just go to the bad or the wrong? And I like thank you for what you shared because I think that was something that I struggled with and I'm sure other people do too. But I also love that at the end of the day, it's like it. At the end of the day, you still have a choice. 
Yes, you have a choice and your starting point is going to be different than everyone's, but that's okay. And you can do it. Like I, again, not naturally an optimistic, positive person, but I have had a huge shift in my outlook on life over the last like five, six years because of, you know, the work that I choose to put in to change that perspective. I just didn't want to live the way that I was living before anymore. And now being with someone who is extremely optimistic, like my boyfriend's the kind of person who like, you can do anything, like you can do it. And I'm like, you're just saying that. And he's like, no, but I really believe it. And I'm like, no, you're just saying that, you know, but Uh I genuinely think that he does believe Mm -hmm. that things are going to get better and that like you can do it like it's very like encouraging and supportive again even just me sharing it shows how like resistant I am naturally to these types of sayings and thoughts but the more people I surround myself who have that just innate ability or thinking Mm -hmm. it really shifts my world and that's really that has been really encouraging for me. I love the structure that you guys also provide in your life, you know. Okay, we're going to do it. End of night, what are the three things that you're good yeah. for? Having an accountability buddy is also very helpful. And I think this is a great callback to our previous episode on identifying our everybody's and if they're not serving us which for the most part they're not they're just the voices in your head telling you you're not good enough to find other people or to surround yourself with people who see the best in you and who give you Mm -hmm. that hope and possibility Mm -hmm. so yes Yeah. yeah if you're not naturally inclined to be optimistic and or positive if, there's, if you don't want to do anything about it, you don't need to do anything about it. But I think if you're right. listening to this podcast, you probably want to do something about it. And there's many things you can do about it. It's just a matter of intention and like like being proactive and putting things into action. We believe in you. <laughs> we believe in you. you a thousand percent. <laughs> we got this. Yes. So, um, you know, with it being the end of the year, would love to hear some things that you have been extra grateful for in 2022 or just as of late. Mm. Okay, so I do this thing where I set intentions for the year. And if I get busy that year, I forget to refer back to it. Mm. So I just forget about it. But then there always comes a point in time where I'm like, whoa, I feel this way and this is amazing. And it turns out to be what I wanted to feel or it turns out to be the intention Mm. that I set for myself in the beginning of the year. And a very specific example would be, I think I've been feeling very free in the past couple weeks. The pinnacle of that freedom, freeing feeling was... I don't know if we talked about this in when we when I talked about Disney World where I went on the Avatar ride. You know in, in Avatar the movie there's like the rite of passage for men is to ride the banshee or that pterodactyl looking giant bird <laughs> dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's first trying to kill you but then if it doesn't kill you and it it connects the thing with you. Do you know what I'm talking about in Avatar your like hair? Oh yes. You connect your hair with its like tail or like something. Yes. Anyway, there's this ride in Disney World where you're basically strapped in 
kind of like you're riding a motorcycle. You're gliding through the forest and then it drops you down a cliff and you're literally going vertical and then it like swoops up and then you're in the ocean. You're gliding over the waters. You go into a cave. There's these beautiful magical mushrooms. You come back out. It's sunset (laughs) at the beach again. And like this whole time, there's like wind blowing on your face. There's like water splashing on your face. You're wearing 3D glasses. So like everything's in 3D. There's this specific part where you're just gliding like in a circle down and down and I was literally like (laughs) it's like I've never felt that free in my life and I'm almost on the verge of tears again I know I could sense it I was yeah because I was like I cried on that ride and it's a it's a ride at a theme park you know like you don't think something like this would have such a spiritual awakening impactful moment in your life but that whole story and that whole experience after going on that ride I was like wow I feel so free a lot of big and small things have happened within the past couple of weeks and months as well where I got engaged, which I don't know, like to me, it's freeing to others. It might. I don't know. It's like what you'd normally think of when it comes to engagements, like I'm like locked down. Right. So like it might feel the opposite, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But to me, it's like freeing. I don't know. Like engagements freeing, um, have made some business decisions that I think for as tough as they were and are has also been freeing, coming to realizations of what I want to do, coming back into myself, which is like a a huge thing that we've been talking about. I think when you're busying yourself, when you're living for this you that you think you should be or this you that everybody, that you think everybody thinks you should be, creating content that you feel like everybody wants to watch, Instead of doing that to like really come back to myself and ask me what I want to create, what I want to watch, what I would be proud of, what kind of business do I want to continue paving and carving. All of that combined has just been so freeing. Mm. And one day when I was sitting on my toilet, of all things, I was just like, wow, the theme of the past month has been the word free. And I was like, wait, why does this sound so familiar? And I'm like, oh my God, the beginning of the year, the three words I chose, I forgot the other two, but one of them is free. So it came full circle and I was like, whoa. So guys, this is also why setting intentions is so important because sooner or later, you're literally setting like a very solid inner compass that even if you aren't aware of it, you're unconsciously trying to get there. And so, yeah, that was a very long way of saying (laughs) this is what I'm very grateful for of all the experiences that I've been through, like physical experiences, being able to go to places like Disney World, being able to travel, having the means, having the time, having the people to go with and also all the challenges, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, everything in between, all shaped the past few months year to get me to this state of just feeling free mm-hmm. yeah because I think to like paint to, to color the image of what 
this past year has been. I think there's a lot of doubt and insecurities and unknown questions of who am I as I think I, I've all, I always know who I am as a person, but like, who am I as a creator? Especially me trying to like do more short form content. What does that mean? What would it look like with my YouTube channel feeling stagnant? I'm I know it probably isn't, but it feels like it's stagnant. Mm-hmm. It just adds to all of that. You know, there's moments where I'm like, I'm becoming irrelevant. Everything sucks. My videos mm-hmm. not getting any views. Uh, let me just quit. <laughs> I never I don't think I ever will anytime soon but it's like these thoughts kind of go through your head and it like gets the best of you right but Mm -hmm. as we're saying earlier it's just because I'm not grateful of the platform that I have I'm not grateful for the audience that I've built I'm not grateful for the position that I'm in knowing full well that I can literally change and shift and do whatever I want I don't need to do things because I think everybody wants to do this or everybody wants to see that. I can yeah. do things because I want to do it. And it's freeing. Yeah. You know, like we talk about this all the time. You know, this is what you should do, but really believing in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, the world's my oyster. Yeah. Let's go. I love that. Like, I mean, I loved everything you just shared. I have so much to say, but I think that last part of like, all of those thoughts that were starting to trickle into your mind that you were starting to believe that like, maybe I'm irrelevant, maybe I should just quit, maybe, you know, none of this even matters anymore. And I should just do something completely different. And the moment that you brought in that like gratitude into your life, it almost gives you hope into the future, right? You're like, actually, I can shift things around. And there's all these possibilities now. And it I think as you're sharing it, I, I'm very visual and I see things and I, mm-hmm. it just felt way more colorful the way that you described it from going from like a dark corner to like, actually, there's so many possibilities and there's so much around me and you see things differently. And that's so powerful, right? It completely shifts how you then navigate and move forward with your decisions, your life, your career, et cetera, what you want to do. And in the, at the end of the day, like you end up feeling very free because of it. <laughs> I also want to say, you know, like I'm really proud of you. I've watched you work your butt off for however many years to get to where you are today. And I will say that this is the first year I truly feel like you're having fun. Like you're Aww. actually having fun with your life. You're enjoying it. You're like reaping the benefits of all of that time and effort that you put into it. And I think for a long time, you didn't allow yourself to have that freeing feeling. And so Mm -hmm. to be able to experience that now on a ride at Disney World of all places, like I I think we all need to go there and go on this ride. (laughs) Yeah, I'm very proud of you. And I think you're like amazing and you really deserve I mean, you've always deserved it, you know, but like, I'm very happy that you're able to experience that now. I'm grateful for you. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Who knew that was going to come out with a simple question of what were you grateful for this year? 
when I walked into this episode, I was really like, what are we going to talk about? Just things we're thankful for? Like, and then this comes out of it and I'm like, wow, this is inspiring me to really sit down and think about what are, you know, like what's been happening? What am I grateful for? What have what has changed in my life or what are things that I've been feeling very stuck in and how can I insert gratitude and see what comes out of it, what other opportunities come out of that moment or like that darkness. Yeah. So this is the best place and the best opportunity to start dreaming and to start thinking and reflecting. Mm -hmm. The floor is yours, Viv. Oh God! What? What, <laughs> what have you been grateful for this year? Okay, you know earlier when you were talking about the gratitude journal and how you would like start writing like, "Oh, I'm grateful for my bed. I'm grateful for the food." I did that once. I remembered a few years ago, and it was the same thing. Like, "Oh, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for mm-hmm. etc." But I didn't truly feel it, yeah. and so as we were talking throughout this episode, I started thinking like when I really feel gratitude is when things are tough, like things are really hard. And I, that moment in time when I'm able to look at the positives is when it's the most impactful and when I truly feel it. And thinking about this year, I've been so vague on the podcast about like the hardships that I've gone through with family. And I think that will probably be more fitting for an episode on grief and loss, which I'm just not ready to talk. Like, I don't even think I talked to my friends about it yet. But with that in mind, for me this year, support systems have been so powerful. I think like in a year where things have felt so isolating, so tough, don't want to cry at this episode. It's okay. <laughs> no. See, like the resistance is real. But um, I think like in a year where things have felt just so challenging and so like overwhelming. Let it, <laughs> let your feelings feel. Let them flow. Uh, this is why we're in this business. <laughs> I mean, I hope you could see how much I'm struggling right now with everyone. I mean, but like having friends, having a partner, having Charlie, having a therapist, people who I've built a relationship with throughout the years, throughout the last few years, and seeing how they are able to be there for me, to be patient with me during this time of grief and loss and really feeling like I have not been able to give back in any of these relationships the way that I want to but they're still there and they still love me and they still care for me because of other things that I'm that's happening in my life that's something that I am so so grateful for I feel less alone in all of it I feel cared for and supported and I didn't even realize how much I resisted being cared for or like resisted Mm -hmm. being loved. And Mm -hmm. it was like uncomfortable for me sometimes. For example, my boyfriend loves to cook for me. And as thankful as I am, I feel guilt that 
he does that. And it's like, why? Someone loves and wants to care for you. But instead of like receiving it and accepting it, I'm like, oh, I don't deserve it because I don't ever cook for you, etc. And it mm-hmm. it isn't that way, you know, like that's not the reality of what a relationship is and like giving and loving, etc. Again, another episode topic. But this year, I think because I felt like I was at a low, low, low point, having friends show me consistently remind me and encourage me that you're going to be okay. We're here no matter what. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so like, I cannot even begin to like express how much because it gives me hope for the future. It reminds me that right now is only right now and that things will get better. And even if things don't get better soon, I know I have some people or like some sense of goodness to hold Mm -hmm. on to that I can carry with me in the darkness, even if I feel like I'm in there still right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a little flashlight. Everyone's handing you like a candle and you're like slowly like gather, you're like walking in the dark, right? But like you're slowly gathering your light and it's shining brighter and brighter. You may still be in the dark, but... At least you have company. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's standing next to you. They're like, we're going to hold hands and walk through the dark together. And I'm like, thank thank you. Like, eyes just closed. (laughs) That's such a beautiful analogy, I think, especially for, yeah, for whatever reason, I think we both are inclined to figure figure everything else on our own. Or it's like we don't want to burden other people. We don't want to make our problems other people's problems. But I think just that shift of going from feeling out the darkness alone by yourself and it's pitch black to having a flashlight and a candle and friends next to you, like that visual is already enough to put me to tears (laughs) because, uh, yeah, it's like we don't need to go through these things alone, guys. Yeah. That is one thing I can tell my younger self about these moments is that you don't need to go through whatever you're going through alone and you like you don't necessarily need to tell people around you what specifically you're going through but just letting your friends know that hey I'm not okay and I could maybe use your support (laughs) oh (laughs) I love you Viv thanks like a tomato (laughs) there are like pretty criers i'm not Mm -hmm. a pretty crier (laughs) it's okay i'm not either your gratitude (laughs) dunk yeah again like i think i expressed earlier like when i feel gratitude it's so overwhelming that i like cry every time Mm -hmm. and so it's nice at the same time because i know i feel things like deeply when i feel too Mm -hmm. and it's a reminder that like as crappy as things may feel right now you have the potential and the capacity to feel the opposite end and maybe you need this right now so that you can feel you know the joys and the highs of life Mm -hmm. as well and looking forward to that like maybe I should be grateful that I'm in the darkness because then I can experience light like maybe Mm. we can be grateful that like you worked so hard after all these years and now you can finally like experience freedom Mm -hmm. and being grateful for like the the hard things in life changing that into an opportunity in our minds and 
looking forward to that. Yeah. There's like tears literally dripping down my face as I'm speaking, <laughs> trying to keep it together. <laughs> You're doing great. And you don't need to have it together. None of us <laughs> needs to have it together. I mean, to be fair, I feel like as it pertains to our podcast too, right? So Viv and I were supposed to record this episode a few days ago. But yeah. Rowena, being Rowena, <laughs> forgot her laptop at the office. So we didn't end up recording. And instead, we were able to catch up and just like talk about how we've been feeling now that we're approaching the end of the year. And, you know, maybe where do we want our podcast to go next year? Is there things we want to change? Do we want to make it more structured, etc.? For as many questions as there were, I feel like this episode was so... Like, it just reminded me why we're doing this, you know, like to be open and honest with ourselves, to be open and honest with the viewers, the good, the bad, the dark, the light, the very, very dark. But at least we have candles and lights and like little <laughs> light torches with each other. Yeah. Yeah. It just it's something that I'm infinitely grateful for, too especially the older that we're getting, the less time we have to spend with the people that we want because we're like so far away and blah, blah, blah. But to be able to have these conversations and to be able to still be doing this after a year and the future seems bright is very exciting. And it makes me very, very, very grateful yeah. to have a friend like Viv, to have people like you listening in on our conversations and joining our conversations, sharing your thoughts, sharing your questions. <sighs> Happy sigh. Heart. Oh my <laughs> shit's in the way. <laughs> Heart. Heart. Yeah, I, I definitely, I think on my list also of grateful things is voice hugs and the process and the community and everyone who tunes in and sends us questions or just engages. Those messages have meant so much to me throughout this year and have served as like encouragement and support. And just like Rose said, like just reminds me why we're doing what we're doing. And I hope, like I truly hope that by tuning in, you're able to feel like we're there with you. Because I think that's what we really wanted to create that like you are part of our conversation. And we are just as much as I think Ro and I encourage each other in every episode. <laughs> it's to show that it's possible for you too and it, that it is yours as well as a listener. It's yours to have and it, it's like you deserve the same encouragement and support that you hear in the episode. Big hugs. Big hugs all around. Big, big, big hugs. <laughs> I would love to hear or read what mm -hmm. some of the things that you guys have been grateful for this year in 2022 as of late. Um, you can always share in the comments of our YouTube video or um, send us DMs on Instagram or emails. We love reading them. So many things to be grateful for. And I think one last closing thought would be another reason why we wanted to come up with this episode a week before Thanksgiving or family time is so that when we do spend time with family, <laughs> when we do see our high school friends, when we do see people who we may have not seen in a while, to remember this feeling of gratitude 
And in moments of when you feel like your temper, my temper, fire signs <laughs> tempers flaring up, or when my patience is dwindling, or when I'm about to snap on my mom because she's just being my mom, <laughs> to remind myself that she's doing that because she loves me and that I'm grateful that she's here and that I get to spend another holiday with her and that, you know, like the relationship that we have is very special. In any way, shape, and form, right? Regardless if we have good relationship with our parents or not, regardless if our parents are here or not, regardless of anything, just to be able to see the good in what's immediately around us can help shift so much. Mm -hmm. Miracles happen, you know, when you're grateful and happy and at peace and calm more often than not. Even if it doesn't change too big the environment around you, it will. Yeah. And it'll probably influence and impact and inspire one person around you to also be like, oh, wow, Viv is so grounded and so at peace this holiday <laughs> season. What is she doing? And maybe the conversations will start, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you'll say something that's so positive and you just help, you know, like, oh my God, why is this family always late to our dinner? It's like, oh, but like we get to spend time with each other. You know, something small yeah. that we don't really think of can have such a big impact in not only our own personal mental well-being, but in those around us as well. Yeah, I love that everything makes a difference no matter how big or small for sure i truly believe that well thank you everyone for tuning in today we are grateful for you as always heart Yay. heart heart if you'd like to say hello share your thoughts feedback questions you can always email us hello at voicehugspodcast.com find us on youtube apple podcast spotify anywhere you listen to your podcasts and we'll catch you in the next episode voice hugs voice hugs have a great time with them be safe be kind be grateful yeah we love you, love you. <laughs> bye oh that was so good